Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 400 of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Uh, why am I introducing the podcast? Well, number one, Sam is off busy being a dad or whatever, so it was left to me, Tyler, to put this episode together. Um, and, of course, with it being left up to me, I somehow managed to delete the first two minutes uh, while I was editing this bad boy. Uh, so, oops, um, what can you expect, right? Uh, this is episode 400. It's a, basically a retrospective. We're going to look at all the hits, all the classics from Bruce Day Tuesday while drinking four locos, because uh, why not? And we have a motley crew. It is myself, Becca, Zach, Holly, and Boris, and the episode begins with Boris introducing his beverage. So enjoy, everybody. Honestly, that could have been worse, that sip of, of four loco that I just took for the first time in 10 years. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It really just tastes like fruit punch that someone dumped some vodka in. Like, there's no attempt to hide the alcohol or anything, but there's just lots of sugar, and it kind of tastes like Kool-Aid. All right. Was that well, a much longer intro than you were expecting? I, I was not expecting such deep tasting notes on the Four Loco, although I do appreciate it. All right. Uh, Beck and I over here, we have Four Loco Black. 14% alcohol by volume. I don't know what it's going to taste like. I don't know what black tastes like. Not yet. Uh, it smells like, yeah, what does that smell like? Like a... Uh, Familiar. Some sort of, like grapefruit is what it smells like. Yes. Yeah, grapefruit. It's grapefruit. Um, it's, how, how many ounces or whatever is this? It's 23.5 fluid ounces uh, it's 14% alcohol, and it costs $2.50 where I picked it up. So I remember when, like, there was the, the you know, moral panic about Four loco, and I was like, calm down, moms. And now I'm like, Jesus Christ, they should outlaw this. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with people selling 14% alcohol for $2.50? Uh, but, yeah, let's let's take a sip. Oh, this is gross. Oh. Um, <laughs> Now, Man. I know the flavor is actually a color, but what food do you think <laughs> they're trying to simulate with it's, that flavor? I don't think they're going – it tastes a lot like grapefruit. I yeah. don't think they're going for grapefruit. Why would they call it black? I don't know. It tastes a little bit like like rotting pineapple, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like very sweet, but there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there's something wrong. Because that's I keep taking a sip and I'm like oh fruit punch and then I'm like oh alcohol. <laughs> I I don't even like you said you got like a clean like alcohol taste like I don't even get that this is just something is funky I'm I'm do do either one of you over there uh have the four loco black. Um I mean I can't speak for the entire state we don't we have a different variety of four loco even oh, than damn that. It. Damn it, I thought one of you over there had Four loco Black, because I want somebody to confirm how odd this beverage is. But let's hear what you got over there. So uh, we picked up uh, two varieties as sort of another compare and contrast, both of Four loco Sour. So as though the taste of it wasn't off-putting enough, it looks like we've added another layer Four here accidentally. Um, that's what it says. We've got uh, Blue Raz and Grape, uh, all coming in at 14% ABV. Um, you know, undoubtedly just as premium as everyone else's, and they both stink like Jolly Ranchers, like both <laughs> of them do. Um, and 
they both kind of kind of like a pale version but i would say like the blue is like a very deep like gatorade light blue and then the purple is a little bit more washed out um effervescent when we poured them uh purple had a quick a head that quickly dissipated blue kind of came out just sort of like as it was but let's give it a taste how are those bubble sizes similar size bubbles <laughs> oh wow wow <laughs> so it doesn't it tastes super sweet and initially like super duper sweet and then it tastes like nail polish remover like it like immediately stops and then it's just like that's over now now you're in nail polish town so blue was a little off-putting i'm hoping maybe they, that guy was just having an off day and the purple guy really knew what was up wait sorry do you think one guy makes all of these <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that is that is what I do. Her flavor, like what? I imagine this is produced by the Slurm Monster. Um, <laughs> it tastes like it comes out of some weird worm. Yeah, that's even worse. The purple is even worse. <laughs> it's horrible. It like burns almost to drink. Okay, like, you that's know very this, bad. This is like sending me back viscerally to like my freshman year of college when we would uh, just get the cheapest thing of vodka we could and mix it with like juice we had stolen from the dining hall yeah and and we would mix them like 50 50 like it was completely irresponsible and that's what this like tastes like it's yeah give us some give us some tasting notes over there i wish i could just describe the look on my face <laughs> it was unhappy. it was more of like a like a full body experience and less of a like like, I didn't have more to Zach's tasting notes to add, it other like, than, like... It looked like the entirety of you had had tasted a lemon or something like that. Yeah, if lemons tasted really bad. <laughs> that feels accurate. Okay. So, uh, Boris, you're sipping yours, though. You're going to town on that bad boy. I'm soldiering on. I think it's not... <laughs> It's it's not I'm not reacting as strongly as uh, Holly is, and I also don't have the sour one, so that probably helps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which one are they both sour over there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't describe the actual taste as sour though. It tastes exactly like what I remember Four Loco tasting like, which is like you had some, and then you're like, someone drank three of these once in Seattle. That's crazy, and then you just like yeah. moved on with your night. Yeah. So. I said the theme of this show was going to be reminiscing. Let's start off with some Four loco reminiscing. Uh, Becca, I think, fun enough, this is your first time drinking a Four loco. Is that correct? It is. Oh, and there was a discovery about this that I, I want you to share with the class. It's like neon green, lime green. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's called Four loco Black, but it's like Secrets of the Ooze uh, green. And it doesn't taste like green. So all of this is confusing to me. Yeah. So it is just slurm. Is I, <laughs> it is very concerning. Uh, but uh, so let's let's talk about some some experiences with the Four Loco. Um, I drank Four Loco in its prime only once. I only had the the real Four Loco one time. I went to visit a friend of mine in a culinary school in like South Carolina or something, mm-hmm. and because they're all like chefs, the thing they would do is get like real drunk and go to fancy restaurants. So I went over there and we hammered a bunch of Four Locos and went to like a bakery at like 11:30 at night and bought a bunch of fancy croissants. It was a real weird time. That poor bakery. I know, right? <laughs> but at the same time, 
what do they want? Like, they're open till 1130. They know what's going to happen. They know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a normal bakery. <laughs> this feels like victim blaming. <laughs> yeah, if they didn't want me to puke in their bathroom, they shouldn't have been open that late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... So I've just been studying the can here, and I have some findings that I want to share. Uh, mm-hmm. One is that this was brewed in La Crosse, Wisconsin, Zach. Shout out, Wisconsin. Shout out, Wisconsin. Are you still in Wisconsin? I actually don't know this about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still in uh, Madison. Dope. Um, yeah, I was very much intending to come visit last summer, and then uh, nobody visited anything last summer. Um, I also want to call attention to... Uh, a section called alcohol facts that is styled to look like nutrition facts on my can. I wonder if you guys have this, but it tells me that there yeah. are three and three or sorry, four and three quarters servings uh, in this can of four loco. So do you think each can contains slightly more than four locos total? It seems <laughs> like this is four and three quarters loco. <laughs> uh, and so are they like, you should share this with a friend. I think this might be how they like cover themselves in court. They're like, your honor, we clearly stated on the can that four and three quarters people should be sharing this, uh, this four loco responsibly. Um, Try to make it taste so bad that you can only drink a quarter of it at a time. Finally, I have a sticker on the bottom that says we ID. It's not a sticker. It's like a circle on the can that's made to look like a sticker. And it says we ID. And uh, this this can has no idea whether I was ID'd. In fact, I was not ID'd. I was also not ID'd. Nor was I. Whoa. <laughs> that is actually more surprising than two guys with beards. <laughs> and I think I'm the oldest person on this call. Yeah, so it was most correct that you weren't. Yeah, I think like... It has to be. I've never seen any alcohol. Even like a bottle of vodka doesn't have an alcohol facts yeah. section. It has to, you have to be right. Like that it's got to be like a legal defense because I've never fucking seen that before in my entire life on anything that was even pure alcohol. So who had like OG for local then? I had it like that was freshman year of college. I feel like it ended up getting outlawed yeah. like at the end of that year for me. I- I'm a little older, so I had it. I, I've had it only once, but um, yeah, it was uh, yeah. Like I said, I got really drunk and ate some croissants and threw them back up. Um, Boris, how about you? Yeah, so there are two distinct times that I remember having it because both times ended with me puking my right. gut up that night. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that that caffeine hit was like no joke because. I think the you were you were supposed to get drunk and then like pass out and Four Loco made you get drunk and then just keep drinking, <laughs> and that's what made it so dangerous. Zachary, tell me about your Four Locos. Yeah, I think like that's like I think the primary difference between current Four Loco and the original one is they had to dial down the caffeine like a lot um, in current Four Loco because it used to be like the equivalent a can was like a pot of coffee like. <laughs> It was, like, something absurd in the original one. Um, I don't think there's any caffeine in them anymore. I think they had to get rid of all of it. That's probably for the best. (laughs) That's just net for the best. Um, It was... So, yeah, it would have been, like, freshman year of college. People had, like, heard rumors they were going to ban it. And then some people bought, like, all of the Four loco that they could find. Um, And then we ended up going to, like, a house party and... Kind of at the very beginning when we were all just kind of hanging out, filtering in, like everyone was like basically passing around 
uh, a glass of Four loco, which I want to say was unsanitary, but like probably was still pretty sterile, given yeah. kind of what Four loco is. Dead. <laughs> yeah, so we were like drinking out of a communal cup of Four loco, just kind of passing it around a room. And I remember for a brief hour feeling maybe the best I've ever felt at a party. <laughs> and then the next day, I think I've never wanted to die more from drinking. It was like the hardest come down ever from any substance I've ever done. Like it was, it was worse than like doing a bunch of Molly and then like waking up at three in the morning, having fallen asleep on a wall, uh, which I've also done. Yeah. I haven't done cocaine, but I imagine like a shit ton of caffeine is probably the closest thing to it. Right. No, just, no, just do, just do like some studied drugs. I don't do anything with weird uh, numbers and and like letters. If it's just a garble of numbers and letters, I don't do it. That feels too much like math. Except for Zyrtec D. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's how I know that I would not be, uh, I would get addicted immediately to meth because I'm addicted to Zyrtec D. Whenever I take one, I feel incredible. I get a ton of work done and I'm like, I'm the best I've ever been. I got to do these every day. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe you're just going to take some time off uh, from that barely non over the counter drug. Yeah. Are yeah, these no like performance enhancing allergy drugs? Mm hmm. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. We don't want any pills with like, you know, AA8 stamped on them. I want it to look like a cartoon character and get it from somebody in a club, you know? <laughs> yeah. I want the Mucinex monster yelling yeah. at me from the back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's accurate. Uh, Holly, have, did you have the original Four Loco? So I actually was in college in New Orleans when the OG Four Loco was still available. So you were in New Orleans. It doesn't even matter about the Four Loco because you were slamming grenades and shit like that all the time. Yeah, there were like alternative options as right. like an 18-year-old girl. Um, I will say I I heard of like above average like fighting when Four Loco was in the mix. Even for New Orleans? Even in New Orleans, yeah. Like, I know a fraternity, like, that the fraternity, like, two doors down, a guy ended up hitting someone in the face with a wine bottle in the front <laughs> yard after drinking Four Loco and, like, actually ended up in a fight, like, one guy against, like, pretty much the entire other fraternity. Did he win? I mean, he hit a guy in the face of the wine bottle. Like, like like, I don't think he won, but he did pretty good for himself. Yikes. That's fucking he definitely cool. felt like he could win at the time. <laughs> yeah, and that's what Four Loco really can do. That's the positive benefit of Four Locos. It makes you feel like you could fight a room full of men in their prime. Um, and also, maybe that was the wine's fault. It, they also drank wine, it seems like, based on that story. And so maybe the Four Loco evened out his horrific angry wine drunk. He did. Don't know. Angry wine drug. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but let's let's take a sharp turn away from angry. We're gonna we're gonna dive back into the mists of the past of Bruce Day Tuesday. We're gonna talk about our really our first big story, that of a uh, Snuggle House. R.I.P. R.I.P. Snuggle House. So not everybody uh, was here for the Snuggle House story. So just a refresher. Um, the Snuggle House was a short-lived, uh, cuddling business in Madison, Wisconsin. If you remember, um, back in, like, the, the early 20-teens, uh, professional cuddling was, like, a real big thing. And I don't really know why. 
Um, but it came to Madison in the form of the Cuddle House, where you could uh, select from, like, I think there were, like, four or five different professional snugglers and, and snuggle with them. And they they just meant snuggling. No hanky-panky going on. Uh, but the, um, the, you know, the Puritans of Madison were not okay with the snuggle, fa- uh, snuggle house, and they drove it out of town. And after three weeks, it closed and uh, never reopened. Um, we were big into the snuggle house story. We followed this for probably like a year. Uh, we reached out to try to get an interview with one of the snugglers and, uh, they were going to give us an interview until I think press got too hot and they were like, actually, we're not doing any press interviews at this time. And then they closed down. Uh, Uh, they stuck us for press. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was the, this was a pretty big story. Um, I will say I looked into, uh, snuggling, uh, today and it's still a thing, but it doesn't seem to be as hot. Like when I put in like professional cuddling, everything was like 2012 to 2016. Um, but let's see here. Uh, you can go to cuddlist.com, C-U-D-D-L-I-S-T.com, and you can find a professional cuddler uh, in whatever state you may be in. There are also virtual sessions offered that's true i mean everybody's in a covid world now so they're offering virtual cuddle sessions which yeah, sounds like working like, from home as a virtual cuddler that sounds great <laughs> yeah that's it like sounds even easier than being a professional cuddler normally would have been i was, yeah. I was gonna say that's like the easiest cam girl job ever you're just like mm. <laughs> yeah, right. mm. you like when i hug you like that with all my <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I looked up uh, a guy in Delaware, and um, yeah, he's offering he's offering uh, cuddles. He says he's taking twenty COVID quarantine measures. Sweaty Rogers pants. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, that was what it was called back right. then. Yes. Um, and he repeats like eighteen times on his website that it's nothing sexual. Yeah. So it's still it's still around. It just seems like maybe maybe it's cooled off. I remember how upset like people were about the cuddle house, which, which I think in retrospect is the strangest part. Yeah. The second strangest is that they opened a cuddle house and apparently didn't have like three weeks of runway for like this cuddle house to get off the ground, which I find just like from a business perspective to be really kind of shoddy. But like people were like legit mad that it was opening up. And I just thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. Like, it's just so weird. I think there's just always going to be a part of people that just need that like connection, even but like in a completely safe and like sterile way where like they don't have to put in any real effort. Like, I don't know. I feel like it would be if, if you could do it. Like if COVID disappeared tomorrow, I think these cuddlers are going to make like a bajillion million dollars. I think there are so many people <laughs> who have been like so isolated for so long. Like, I think it'll be good. I think everyone should have to go to a cuddler to like reintegrate into society. Like, you should have to go have a solo session with, like, this cuddler, have a conversation in person, and then you can, like, go out with your friends. Because I'm sincerely worried. Or is it just you got to show up? Um, I think you have to show up and be in the same physical space. Like, because I think, like, I'm worried that, that, like, the first time we can, like, go out and stuff, uh, it's going to be, like, a sixth grade dance. Like, we're all just going to be, like, (laughs) on opposite walls, just like, huh, 
And also nothing's happened to anyone for a year. So there's like nothing really to talk about except things that are immediately going on yeah. around you. So it's going to be super awkward. Two episodes of this podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Becky, you were nodding when you said everybody should go to a cuddler. Would you Would you schedule a cuddle with this guy in Delaware? Well, no. I mean, I was fortunate enough to not to be with someone during the quarantine. So is that cheating if she schedules a cuddle? No. Well, because it's nothing sexual. The guy was very clear. So it's not cheating. <laughs> we get it, guy. I mean, like, I think. But, like, I don't know. If she, like, went out to dinner with, like, some guy, I feel like that would still be weird, you know? Like, even if nothing happened. Like, I feel like it would kind of – I would kind of feel like that's cheating. If it's not cheating, it's at least a red flag. Yeah, and you're going to use money to cuddle when you can get it for free. You can get the milk for free at home. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, something's not going well. Yeah, right? but sometimes sometimes you want, like, whole milk, you know? <laughs> yeah, what is that? How, how dare you? Tyler's more of a 2% kind of guy. <laughs> If that, uh, I don't know. I think I think I th- I guess people were so upset because they like we have a weird relationship with sex in this country. But I also think there's like an innate kind of revulsion. Like like it's so sad that you don't want it to be brought to light. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, put that back under the log where it came from. Yeah. I almost feel like it's worse that it's not sexual. I agree. Yeah. Right, that's what I mean. Like, it's just so kind of pathetic. It feels wrong to acknowledge that the drive exists, and you're just like, I don't want to look at that. Get that out of my face. <laughs> do you? How much cheaper do you think it is for a cuddle than just like a getting a prostitute? Because more expensive. I bet more expensive. more expensive. You could probably just get a prostitute and ask them to cuddle if that's what you want. Yeah, they'd probably be like, "Thank God, I can take you know 20 minutes off." Like, yeah, they get to phone that in. <laughs> that's great for them. That's true. Anyways. Yeah. Becca, would you rather go to a professional cuddler or just get a prostitute? Probably just a prostitute. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. I think the state that allows 14% for locos was like no cuddling. <laughs> Not allowed. No intimacy in Wisconsin. Not allowed. You want intimacy, you go to the bar and you talk to the bartender. Yeah. I've been desperately looking for, like, a map of the United States with a max ABV of four locos for each state, and I can't find one, but I like to think that that's, like, the moral scale of, like, libertarianism to authoritarianism is, like, mm-hmm. what percentage of four loco they allow. In Alaska, four loco black is actually just jet fuel. <laughs> Dude, they deserve it. They need whatever they can get up there. People are like, people in Alaska drink too much. I'm like, I think they drink the right amount. They have to live in Alaska. Like... This is a story – we used to cover a lot of these stories in the early days of Bruce Tews. I didn't have this set up, but we covered a lot of stories about people in Africa poisoning themselves to death with homemade liquor that added jet fuel into it. And then they would – like 50 people would die. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun time when we used to cover all those stories, guys. You remember that? Boy, we really no, not really. Bottom of the barrel there. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I think, like um, – I think it'd be kind of dangerous. It'd be scary being a cuddler, I think. Because, like, only the weirdest, loneliest people are going to... Like, no normal, like, hot person... You're not going to get a meet-cute at the cuddle palace. Like, it's just going to be a bunch of weirdos coming in, wanting to cuddle you, and then stalking you afterwards because they develop feelings for you. It's like when bartenders are really nice to people, 
And they're like, oh, she's definitely flirting with me. Yeah, or when any yeah. woman ever is nice to any man. <laughs> is this the love of my life? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I, I will say that guy in Delaware uh, said that um, shower facilities were available at his uh, at his cuddle area. So clearly he's had to deal with some stankos cuddling in. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Can you imagine like you're going to this cuddle date and you don't shower beforehand? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? You think yeah. they got so nervous in the car on the way there, they were just sweating. Like they were just sweating the whole time on the drive up. And he's like, hose off there, stinko. <laughs> I just I just don't know. But uh I guess the wrap up is still no cuddle house in uh, Wisconsin, but you know, go to cuddlelist.com if you want to find yourself a professional cuddler in your state. They're out there. Oh man, Tyler, you're gonna have to uh, do like a lightning round if you've got more of these. Not that my four loco is going anywhere, but we've spent 40 minutes on the first one. We're having such a great time. Time flies when you're having fun, Boris. No, I'm into it. 400th extravaganza. I'm into it. I'm just telling you to speed the fuck up. Spend a little extra time. I just know that Sam's going to hate editing a four-hour Oh, Sam fucking edits this. Nobody's going to edit this. (laughs) Delivered to you raw, uncut, with all the the awkward pauses and uh, sound checks. This is live to tape, baby. My cat, Nutmeg. Cute. Say hi. Well, I can move on. Our second, uh, I don't know if this was a big story, but it was a big event in uh, Bruce Day Tuesday, is when we had on um, Beer Dan from PleaseDon'tLetBudDie.com. Uh, hey, Beer Dan. Beer Dan um, was the guy behind the, like, cold as the Rockies uh, advertising thing for Coors. And we read an article and was like, we're like, we disagree with this guy. It'd be fun to call him out. So we sent him an email, and I guess he had nothing better to do because he came on our show, which was awesome. But it's probably the best episode we've ever done. We actually talked about beer. It's like episode, like, I don't know, 119 or something like that. Like if. Yeah, so we've been doing this for a while without, uh, you know, ever passing that apex back in the first hundred episodes yeah you know, peaked early on didn't we <laughs> it sure it sure did it was a really great episode and i thought it would be good to go back and check out what um beer dan is doing uh so i went back to please don't let bud die.com and his latest uh post is from uh, may 29th 2018 basically saying uh, i'll be back in september he beer has dan lied again <laughs> he has not been back he has not been back for many a September. I hope he's still alive. Yeah. R.I. Possible, Beer Dan? I'm not oh, sure. gosh. <laughs> Tyler. No, I, I was on that episode. He was he was fun. He, uh, yeah, I think he invented the term, like, frost brood or something. Yeah. Some core's word that they use. And Did was, you ask him how much he makes from just the commercials? Because I know that's, like, not, like appropriate to ask but i'm very curious how much someone who just said i don't know say it's like as cold as a vaguely cold thing uh gets in royalties from that idea i mean it was his full-time job so theoretically he's just like feeding his wife and kids off of this like the guy who made mcnugget you know 
So like, but like, that's like, a, I don't get how those jobs work, I guess. Cause it's like, you have an idea and that idea lasts for like an instant. You had an instant of brilliance and you go, I have this idea. It's like chicken, but like it's smushed into like three different shapes and we just fucking shovel them into kids' mouths. They're going to love it. And they go, all right, what does he do the next day? They're like, what's next? And he's like, I don't fucking know. I just invented McNuggets. Like, is that not enough? Like, are you not entertained? Like, what, did he have to come to work next week? And he's like, I don't know. And some young upstarts like, what about McGriddles? And he's like, get out. And he's like, kicks him out. And he has to like, come back 10 years later and redeem himself. That's a great, one of the life's great unanswered questions. <laughs> I feel like Holly had a response to that. Or does she just look like that because she's been drinking sour for a look? <laughs> no, it's because she's been living with me alone for a year. <laughs> well, I so, Horace is in Colorado, so, like, that wasn't even that inventive of an idea. <laughs> he looked outside, and he was like, that, that's cool. Like, like, you literally see the mountains anywhere you are. Sorry. Unless you're in the mountain. Aren't all great ideas, like, self-evident afterwards? Probably not. I, like, probably, <laughs> I lived in Colorado for a year, so. So you've seen mountains. So I've seen mountains. And you know how cold they are. When I see one. <laughs> That's a mountain right there. Yeah. Um, no, I think you've got a part of that. Having that career is like milking those ideas. You know, you don't just come in day one and you say cold as uh, the Rockies. You come in, you say, I'm working on it. And yeah, you're like, you, it's cold as something. I'm yeah, working on what – that takes like a month. You're like, you paste back and bear, cross it off the list. That's not it. You Smart. like draw a bunch of diagrams on various whiteboards throughout the office. Um, you cross them out emphatically. You sit yeah. in your office crumpling up pieces of paper and like throwing them into the trash can. Is this how you write code? I mean, more or less. See, people think it's hard. It's not. It's the hard part is just convincing people that it's a full time gig. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm really doing my job wrong. Yeah, you keep coming up with new ideas regularly and then trying to execute on them like a sucker. What a clown! <laughs> I stop working 55 hour weeks. Oops. You do. You do. If you die from overwork, the company will put like a little picture of you up in a shitty slideshow, and then everyone will move on. So there's no reason to work that much. Yeah, they'll name a water fountain after you or something. <laughs> we named the urinal cakes after. I feel like to coast after drinking Four loco and having this conversation. Dude, Four loco is a very freeing beverage, and I think that's why the government banned it, because it opens your mind to new ideas and anti-authority type thoughts. <laughs> it's like being in the Matrix. <laughs> if it's anti-authority to, like, fight a Waffle House cook, <laughs> yeah. In a way, it is. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I've heard if you can get to 16 loco, like you just start seeing the, like, the Japanese green lettering flying. <laughs> well, maybe that's what Beer Dan did. Maybe he drank, he got to 32 loco and he transcended like Buddha. <laughs> I would watch that movie. They wouldn't let you make that movie because of the horrible message that it sends. But like if, if Hot Tub Time Machine had just been them chugging like 17 four locos each. And then, like, that's how they travel through time. I would buy it. Like, it's just as realistic as their stupid hot tub. It's true. They just have to be careful to, like, when they drink, they keep the alcohol facts out towards the camera. So, <laughs> so they, this is bad for us. You I want my second serving. 
four and three quarters servings of Four Loco. Oh, man. How's everybody yeah. doing on their Four Loco? Should we do, like, a, a progress update? Sure. I've drank approximately one Loco, and my tummy hurts. Yeah. I think I'm about, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably a quarter to a third of the way through the Four Loco in my house. I think we've got, so we've got probably a third of a can left between the two that we've poured out um, before we drank a full four loco. Um, what loco have you had? Like one and a half. One and a half locos. Mm. Just total locos or cans? I was like, are you a fucking hero? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Becca's going to die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, yeah. I, it gets I, easier. I'll say, like, this middle part of the can, I don't know if they kept the shitty part on the top, but, uh, like, if it separates <laughs> the can. To <laughs> yeah, but this middle part is significantly better than the top part was. You getting loose over there? I'm getting pretty loose, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who is not loose at all. Um, somebody... <laughs> Uh, transition, Tyler. You know, that was a good transition, but I didn't think about the vaginal aspect until I said it. They never do, man. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, someone who was real uptight was uh, uh, Anheuser-Busch and Molson Coors coming to us from jdsupra.com. Uh, we we also covered uh, exhaustively the legal battle between AB InBev and Miller Coors. Um, actually, I think it's just Anheuser Busch. They're all separate, you know, whatever entities. Uh, over those Bud, uh, over the the Super Bowl commercials with the corn, the corn syrup, a big brouhaha to do happened over that, and it went on forever, and it was stupid as hell. When was that? 2019, I want to say. It was that boring Super Bowl where nobody scored any points. Yeah. I think was the one. Yeah. The Pats uh, one? Yeah, Pats one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we're Pats. Jared Goff just looked like a deer in the headlights getting his shit wrecked. And then he looked like that ever since. Yeah. I don't live any I don't live near enough to anybody who makes like um 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 pigs in a blanket or anything like that for me to enjoy the Super Bowl anymore. You know, that was really the highlight for me. So do you find that your enjoyment of, of a sporting event is directly proportional to the number of pigs in or around blankets? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. To an, It's like exponential, the relationship there. Seems like we have a perfect gift, actually, that, uh, to suggest to you. Uh, we got this uh, for uh, Brian, but it's a... It's a mold, like a silicone mold that you can put pancake batter or I guess like any kind of batter into and like a little cocktail weenie and it bakes into like the shape of a shark eating the hot dog. Shit. And that little hot dog is like half of it sticking out of the shark's mouth. Don't worry, we'll get you one. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That sounds dope. Uh, That's going on the the registry whenever we finally get hit. (laughs) That's the kind of shit you got to put on the registry. What can you put on a registry? Like anything. I think whatever the fuck. You, it's the one time in your life you can like tell people to get you whatever the fuck you want, and they have to get it for you. 
I've laughed at registry suggestions. I've seen shit. I'm like, I'm not getting you fucking like $300 knife block. Like, eat a dick. Like, I'll get you like three towels that are like $20. Yeah. But you got to put the high stuff on there to trick people into getting you the stuff that you want. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, um, what is it called? A negotiation where you set the bar at a certain point and then it's like negotiating from there. That's that's clever. Maybe it's because I'm a trash man who eats garbage off the ground, but I've only been invited to like two weddings and I didn't buy anything off the registry for either one of them. (laughs) I mean, I think like sometimes, especially if you're like out of town for the weddings, like you're I feel like you get to not give a gift if you're out of town because like you had to buy a fucking plane ticket. Like I gave a gift. It was just I was like, I think they would like this better than the things they told me they wanted. The registry is for people who couldn't think of anything better. All right. You're providing me a lot of cover here, Holly, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, so back to this article we were doing, um, this stupid story finally actually did come to a close. Uh, so, uh, Bud Light, uh, had these, um, commercials that were mocking Molson Coors for using corn syrup and Molson Coors sued saying that was false. And, uh, the seventh circuit court of appeals, uh, basically found, uh, in favor of Anheuser-Busch saying that um, if uh, Molson Coors wants to get around stuff like this, they just have to do better. Basically saying that, uh, you know, filing a lawsuit is not a solution to dealing with the free market. So, in your face, Miller Coors. Wait, I lost the thread there. So do they or do they not use corn syrup? Who cares? I think it's the takeaway. The judge basically said, like, it, it doesn't really matter. Like, corn syrup is involved in the process. They use some words that could go either way. But if you want them to stop, like, dipping into your business, just be better at business. Like, they haven't proved that this advertising thing hurt them at all. I see. So the judge was like, yeah, you can call it, like, a beer that won't kill you or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like that judge might be wrong. Like, I guess I need to look into the laws, but it seems crazy that someone could just, like, say something, like, wildly misleading, and they're like, hey, you know, have you tried not being a piece of shit? And they're like, no, obviously not. I haven't tried that. I shouldn't have to try that. I'm in court. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> what do you mean you're You're drinking a premium malt beverage right now. It makes sense that you wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm trying to think of what other premium malt beverages I've had that are worse than this. Um, Old English. Old English is better than this. I had to chug it for you at the end of the night. Well, that's because I already had a Four Loco. <laughs> Sorry, there, Are there malt beverages that don't list themselves as premium? They're like mid-grade malt beverage. <laughs> I would love them. If so. I feel like Cobra probably doesn't say premium on there. I'd be pretty shocked if they had the gall. Or like, is Distill Reserve say premium on it? Like, can they fucking spell premium over at that factory? They, they just say high gravity like 12 times. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I Wait. know. Zach, am I led to believe that you've had a you've had a forty in the past like year or two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I had it at some uh, uh one of uh someone's birthday. I brought a forty and a four loco, and I was like, this should get me there. All right, cool. Yep. Look in the mid. Change your life. It was great because you know, it was like it's a person that I have like friends in common with but i would describe them probably more as a friend of a friend so like going to their function 
with like their friend group that I don't know anybody. I was like, I felt super awkward. So I was so like, you'd be the guy with a 40 in one hand and a four loco in the other. And, and that would just like draw the, the friends right in. He was classy. He drank them one at a time. Oh. Yeah. I didn't pour them both into my mouth through a funnel. <laughs> I do like the idea of right. 40 loco hands. Oh God. Like, I think to me, it was like, you know how, like, poison dart frogs are, like, bright colors to warn people away? That's like me <laughs> holding a can of Four Locos. Like, its colors tell you to just go the other way. Just yeah, don't talk Yeah, nothing about me. this says drink me. <laughs> Do you think your pee is going to be discolored? No. <laughs> I don't. It has a lot of coloring in it. Have some more faith in your liver, Holly. Come on. It'll be fine, I'm sure. It's not like beets. It probably my body can't handle beets, but can handle four loco. Does your liver handle like artificial colors? We'll find out. I know there's no caffeine in this, but my heart is beating very hard. <laughs> my for, for forty loco hands, my mind went immediately to like I would not want to clean that bathroom up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like a, a sweatpants day. You gotta have sweatpants on with like nothing underneath so you can get them off with bottles and get it back on with bottles as hands. Becca, does that work with a skirt? Just that seems dangerous. Just free ball it. Depending on the kind of underwear you're wearing. You just have to air dry. That's the yeah. only issue. And the length or of your Or have someone stick a bunch of toilet paper to the bottle. To the bottom oh, of the bottle. No. And you just, you oh, just take no. care. Unclean, unsanitary. <laughs> Granted, yes, but you know when you have bottles as hands, you're making a choice. <laughs> Go the Roman way and strap a sponge onto that bad boy. They use sponges um, on sticks. Yeah, I mean they soaked them in vinegar, like civilized people. Um, I feel like the Romans had a lot of stupid fucking ideas. Like the more you learn about the Romans, you're like, I can't believe they fucking got anything done and they conquered almost the entire known world. Like. What a bunch of dumb idiots. They used to have asbestos tablecloths because they couldn't catch on fire. And they used to drink on a pewter all the time and give, each, give themselves brain damage. Yeah, but to be I fair, mean, like... Or locos, Zach. Yeah, like, I mean, 40, 40 years Caesar ago. never could have dreamed to have a luxury product like this, this premium malt beverage. <laughs> 40 years ago, we just gassed all the neighborhood children with DDT. So I'm not sure that we've come, <laughs> like, any farther than the Romans. Yeah, they didn't even get drunk. They just got sprayed with DDT. Exactly, yeah. At least the Romans had that vinegary butthole going. <laughs> God. Tyler, tell us something else from Bruise Day Tuesday past. What else happened? I, th- I thought another thing we could check back or reminisce back on is the beer mile. Oh. Uh, yeah. I think most of us did a beer mile, um, which was miserable i had a good time becca had a great time i walked i speed walked i didn't run like an idiot mm. how did you do speed walking like how close was it to my running time because i want to know if maybe next time i should just speed walk she was like three minutes off of my running time yeah. which is not good <laughs> twice and i was just like i felt great by the end of it i got some exercise i got a little drunk like it was great that's awesome I mean, my limiting factor was certainly not the 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 time spent moving it was the time spent trying to fit four beers in my, my oh yeah that's tummy. that's why i got slowed down because i spent five minutes on my hands and knees throwing up in my front yard <laughs> it was awful well yeah that's gonna hurt your score no matter what yeah and then he passed out um <laughs> 
Not immediately, but uh, I did think it would be fun to check uh, the current best time. So the current male best is four minutes, 33 seconds, and six milliseconds. So do you think if that guy could just stop drinking for two seconds, he could be an Olympian? Like, what's the <laughs> Olympic mile record? I assume he is an Olympian who, like, paused to learn how to chug a beer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, it's way easier. He's Canadian Corey Belmore. Uh, but don't worry, USA uh, owns all one, two, three, four of the top women's spots. Top women's oh, yeah. spot, six minutes, eight seconds, 51 milliseconds. Bill Ford, Omar yeah. of the US of A. Six, that's still wildly impressive, but that is a huge gap from the best male time to the best female time. So, okay, so here's the um, just Olympic mile record. 343.13. Oh, that guy's fucking lying. Which is crazy, first of all. Like, that's fucking absurd. I can't even, like, think about running. It takes me more than three minutes to think about running a mile and then to go run a mile. Um, but, like, if that guy just stopped chugging beers, do you think he maybe broke an Olympic world record? Like, Wait, okay, so the the record mile is, what, three-something? Like, 343. 343. So we're led to believe this guy ran a beer mile... 30 seconds slower than the literal fastest mile that's ever been run. Apparently. Yeah, tell the guy to stop drinking and go get a gold medal. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Do you... <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, Barney from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's absurd. Like, I, I thought it was... Um... I mean, even for the one that, that we were all doing, didn't the person want to get, like, seven minutes or something crazy, like, faster than I can run a mile probably right now? Like, what was the winning time? It was something crazy. Sam did have some crazy low time as his last one. No, it wasn't Sam. It, wasn't it, was one of Sam. it was one of Sam's friends. Sam's was still in the teens. I think he was still, like, 14 or 15. Sam Adamson. Oh, Sam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, sub eight yeah. for the beer mile, which I find, like, insane. But that's because, yeah, that's because he's... I don't even know. Superhuman. I guess. But it's like, he's kind of like a paladin. Like, he's so good that God granted him these powers. You know what I mean? true. He just purified it as it was entering his body. Exactly. Just like drinking a bunch of water. Yeah. Yeah, I think I finished like 20 flat, and the last beer took me like seven minutes. Like, like just drinking the last beer took me like full on almost half my time. Yeah. It was, I don't remember feeling worse in the moment. So... Holly and I had, like, just started dating, like, a couple months before, and I was like, you got to time me. It's got to be an independent person to keep it legit. But <laughs> I was also – what I didn't think about was she would see me running it. Right. She mm. had to look at me while I was doing it. Um, and there was just, like, a moment where I was like, I can't throw up because I want to, like, look cool. But you know what probably didn't look cool is me having my hands on my knees spinning Ooh. on, like, the roots <laughs> of a tree. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I was like, don't look. Look over there. <laughs> I do. I did take some pictures of you uh, sitting on the ground with your head between your legs, just burping wildly at the end of it. <laughs> Those are on my phone. Oh, God, I'm ashamed. I'm so ashamed. You should send this to my mom. Let her know that uh, I've made her proud. In that position, there is nothing you can do to make yourself feel better. You just have to, like, let it wash over you, I guess. I literally think I should just puke. Instead of chugging the last beer, I should have poured it into my mouth and then just vomited and then just run an extra quarter mile. I think it would have been faster to just puke right away 
and then you just run two extra yeah. laps. I've been thinking about this for years, like literally years. I was like, I should have just puked and just run an extra lap. It was in a oh. gross public park, so you would not even had to like clean up the puke. It was right, yeah, yeah. It was in public, so I could have just left. It. But there were there were like there was this Asian couple like flying a kite while I was running it, so I would run a lap and just slam. It a wasn't beer. a couple. It was a dad and a small child. That's a couple of people. They were. <laughs> I remembered it being more, I remember being ashamed. And I think in, in my memory, I assumed it was a young couple. But I also, was on track at the local high school and definitely had a moment of like, I was like, Ruth, keep these in the cooler and like, do not open it. If anyone asks what's in there, just say soda and we'll leave. Like, <laughs> you're not going to get caught drinking on a school property. I don't even go here. I never went here. You can't kick me out. God, that's amazing. Yeah, that was a. I don't remember feeling so bad. It was like the the fourth beer and fourth lap. I was fine. First two laps, no problem. Right. And I've never felt worse. It hit me immediately. Yeah, the first two were fine, and then that third beer uh, really gave me a whole lot of trouble. It's hard to run and burp at the same time because you gotta like let it out as you're going. Right. I don't know. Well, those scores are something to aspire to, I guess. No. No. Oh, yeah, well. I gotta say, this is getting so much better than it was like the first time I took a sip. Yeah, this is how it gets you. This is the siren song of before loco. It's just like sliding back towards fruit punch land. Uh, once, you, once you once it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs> how? Yeah. How's the black flavor treating you guys? Terrible. It's been terrible all the way through. It's gotten better for me. I think, but I'm is, feeling it. No, I'm for sure inebriated. Like too much inebriated for drinking like 11 yeah. ounces of whatever I've had here. But it's it's no, it hasn't no. been pleasant this entire time. It's been a miserable mm-hmm. experience. The purple's fighting. The purple. The, the blue isn't as bad. The purple fights you the whole way down. <laughs> Uh, I can you just give me like a tasting note from Black? Has it has it unfolded any secrets to you other than grapefruit? I don't I don't know. Like I said, like there's a little bit of of like grapefruit almost dryness like mm-hmm. in the middle, but the end is all rotten pineapple. It's just it's a lot of sugar, but something's wrong with it, you know? It tastes a lot like seltzer to me. Seltzer that somebody yeah. died in. Well, it, yeah. has that meta- it has that metallic-y like, aftertaste that like some seltzers have? Or what do you mean by that? Yeah. It's like... It feels like it's lying to me about being alcohol. <laughs> it's it, it, just it just doesn't taste right. It feels weird right. in my tongue. Yeah, cause it feels like I'm sucking on an electrical plug. Like... <laughs> The ends of like the the like plugs. You touch a nine volt battery with your tongue. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lot like that. It's metallic-y, but it also kind of is sharp. Like, That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Can I read you guys the description of Four Loco Black on their website? Sure. Yeah. Four Loco nights are always unexpected and adventurous. Your night could end in glory, or it could end in finishing an entire pizza by yourself in bed, which is kind of glorious in its own way. Black is just as bold as your Four loco night out. We won't tell you what it tastes like. You just have to find out at the start of your next Four loco story. Because it, it tastes like sadness, and they don't have a way to put that in their description. We they just don't, don't like know what it tastes like. 
It's like the Powerpuff Girls intro. Like, they just spilled a bunch of shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like how you invent actual blue raspberry, which is you make a flavor in your flavor factory, and you're like, this is fucking nothing. I don't know. What do we call this? Like, let's make up a fruit and just say this is that fruit. Like, they just made something. They're like, this is bad. Can we sell this? And they're like, definitely. Yeah, this feels definitely like, we can. This feels like a janitor at one of those New Jersey flavor production labs slipped into the vat. And now he haunts the production, <laughs> making Slipped the go black for all time. Well, that's, like, how uh, a janitor, like, invented, like, Super Mario. Or, like, there's all this, like, weird, like, Nintendo shit where it's, like, a janitor invented the Game Boy or something. But, like, this is, like, a janitor invented uh, for, like, a black, but he was a fucking moron. He wasn't, like, Goodwill Hunting. He was just a complete fucking idiot. And he just invented a horrible drink. This is, like, if a janitor invented hatred. That's what <laughs> black tastes like. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I, we're probably running towards the end of the show, but do we have any other Bruise Day memories we'd like to share before we wrap this bad boy up? I have one, but Ooh. it wasn't, like, participating. So I I met Zach in, like, mid-December, a couple of years back, and I had a long drive home for the holidays. Oh, no. And he sent me the, like, one-man show episode where he drank a bunch of vodka to listen to on my drive. And mind you, I had known him for, like, less than a week. And this is what he sent me as, like, a, like, have fun listening to it. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. I like, I think I texted him, and I was like, you're brilliant. And he was like, what? That's what you took away from that? That was the one we all recorded separately. Yeah. And I, I didn't know how much Sam wanted me to record. Like, I wasn't clear on the parameters, so I just did basically 50 minutes of me talking while drinking a handle of vodka just by myself yeah you gave out a tight set yeah i pretty much just talked about everything i could think of and i was like sam can use whatever of that he wants and then it was just the whole thing it was like little, <laughs> little like interludes from everyone else yeah oh, was, I look this one up. yeah the rest of us did like two minutes just something like that it's like mostly zach the, the podcast got you a girl yeah, I like to think my charms did that, but maybe it was it was my thoughts on old people. Sure, and the gap. Please give it to the podcast. That's the only thing we've achieved. So, you know, let us have that. Another thing we could do, I feel like a guest we could get, that it wouldn't be beer-related, but I, I almost did this for Sam's bachelor party. Um, there's a movie called Fateful Findings that we watch sometimes, made by a man named Neil Breen, and it's I think it's my favorite movie. It's so bad. It just watching someone's failure, like someone trying their hardest and failing at every level of making a movie has brought me so much joy. But there's an actress in it that we I found her online and you can hire her for appearances. And I almost flew her out to like go to Sam's bachelor party with us. But I realized it would make it more expensive and less fun because she probably wouldn't be very fun to hang out with. Um, but I mean, like we could probably get her on the podcast. I would love to hear if they were allowed to wear bras on that set. What and does if, that have to do with And if beer? they were, why didn't any of them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with beer. But, okay. I wanted know. to see if there's a connection here. I mean, she probably used one, it seems like, from that film. She had to almost kiss Neil Breen, and he's like an old, old man. And she was uh, You think she drank a lot of beer to get through it? She was playing a high school student. I'd like to find out which beer she found best to wash away the memories of working with that man. I think very little of what we do actually has to do with beer, now that I think about it. At least in the episodes that I'm on. This episode, we're not even drinking beer. <laughs> no. 
No, we are not. I hope you get a hate tweet. I hope you like the one person who's been listening to the podcast every week is like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's no fucking beer on this podcast There's this week. one premise that I went into this with. Oh, can boy. I, wait, Tyler, can I ask you a question? Do you – who monitors the, like, Bruce Day Tuesday email, Twitter, etc.? Does somebody? Oh my god! I can't wait for all the uh, the record contracts that are sitting in there unresponded to. I know. No one's checked. I think I think Sam <laughs> checks the email. Um, so Spotify, call us immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you don't, we're gonna have to give Joe Rogan a hundred million dollars yeah, instead of you. On those big blue apron bucks, you know. Mhm. I'd say NordVPN. I don't really know what a VPN is, but I'd say to to do it to you NordVPN. I'm feeling a little sleepy from this Fort Loco. I'm excited to lay down on my Lisa mattress. <laughs> okay, what if Brewdog offered you a deal? This is Sophie's choice right here. Yeah, it really does not matter who it is. <laughs> does anyone not think that Sophie's choice was that hard? Like, you just picked the boy, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. I just I watched that whole movie, and I was like, this is sad. And I get that it's sad, but I also feel like the choice itself is, like, very easy. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know. If Rudolph offered me a life-changing amount of money, then I would probably sell my soul to them. But if it was, like, a, an amount of money where I would still eat food out of the trash, then I probably wouldn't. I you probably question, wouldn't question. How much money would it take for you to not eat food out of the trash? Like, actually, did you come to like it? If I'm being honest with my – it's not that I like it necessarily – I do like getting free food. It's, yeah. It, it's So it's a combination of loving getting free food and hating seeing food go to waste. Like, yeah, when I watch, you know, you know, so you know the opening sequence in Louie when he's in that pizza shop and he throws away, like, most of a pizza? I can't be in the room to watch it because it makes me so upset. And so, you know, I feel like I would probably always eat food out of the trash just to save it from going to waste. <sighs> He's, no, he's never going to change. <laughs> I think that's fair, though, in a way. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's just sitting there, and it's not supposed to, it's not supposed to be in there. It's supposed to be sitting in my belly. It depends on the circumstances. If it's, like, wrapped up in something, okay. I've never Has it gone too far, Becca, in your opinion? Has there been a moment in time that stands oh, out to you? It's like it went too far, and he was yeah, eating like a handful of low main noodles out you of the garbage. You only get side of these stories where he's like, you wouldn't believe it. It was just sitting there. It was on a plate. <laughs> it's like perfectly dressed. <laughs> this pristine Scooby-Doo sandwich is right there in the garbage. <laughs> yes, exactly. It had like one little bite taken out of it, and that's it. Like, I need the Becca side of the story where she's like, no, he like licked the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well if it's ever gotten that bad I don't know about it because he wouldn't tell me and I haven't seen it but one day he brought home like a fucking loaf of bread that was on the side of the road and I was like where did you get this did you go to like the market he's like no no, no it was just on the road there was a basket full of bread loaves and it said free bread so I took one definitely safe <laughs> wait so it was in a basket yeah on the side that seems of quaint. The basket does quaint. change a lot for some reason. Like a little wicker basket can really can really change a lot from street bread to like free bread. Now, California now, is a 
shady place. Now, I do want to give everybody a full picture because I did eat a bagel that I just found in a parking spot. So <laughs> oh, <I> wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Walk me through what you, you were thinking as you pulled into this parking lot. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pull into the parking spot. It was on my lunch break. <laughs> Wait, you thought he, like, drove over the bagel? <laughs> I thought he drove into the parking lot and saw it. Like, he, like, was, like, looking out. He was checking his blind spot and was like, what was that, like, a bagel? No, no, no. So I was working at the thrift store where I was mistaken for a homeless person. <laughs> I wonder why. I went outside on my lunch break and there was a bagel, a full bagel, no bites or anything taken out of it, sitting in a parking spot. So I grabbed that sucker. Was there something between the bagel and the asphalt? Well, you know, when you get down to it, like, you can't (laughs) tell, like, where a particle is. Like, the more you know about its speed, the less you know about its position. The electrons were probably, like... I feel like there's no way to prove that it was ever actually on the surface of that pavement. You know what I mean? Was it the kind of bagel that would obscure dirt? Like, was it like an everything bagel? And, like, you couldn't differentiate between, like... <laughs> yeah, a pumpernickel. Everything. It was I weird mean, because I, I did spit out a tooth after eating that <laughs> bagel. And I was like, that's odd. It must have been on that bagel because it has everything <laughs> on it. Wait, was it sliced? No. Okay. I respect yeah. that. That makes sense. I feel like eating an unsliced bagel feels strange to do. Like, I don't know how... I think very few times have I ever just eaten a bagel sort of as is, like, not sliced in half with stuff on it. I don't know. It's like raw dog and a loaf of bread. I don't know. What does that mean to you? What does that <laughs> sense mean to you? <laughs> He's going to eat a pizza in bed later. He's going to... I love that the Four Local website was like, who knows what could happen? Maybe something good could happen to you if you drank Four Local. And I was like, I know that's not true. Don't eat a pizza in our bed, okay? No, what happens to you when you drink Four Loco is you try to make out with a girl in the bathroom, but when you close your eyes, you lose all sense of equilibrium and you fall in a bathtub. Yeah. Yeah, that whining in your inner ear. Yep, you just lose it. You're like, apparently keeping my eyes open and looking at the ground was the only way my body was keeping me left. <laughs> yeah, it's like when people go to space, they say that not having like a horizon to like orient yourself really, really fucks you up. What do you think the overlap is between people who go to space and people who go to who drink for a loco? It's just that one astronaut who cross-country tripped with a diaper to attack her lo- uh, lover. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, I, let's talk about that story. No, oh, dude. I that think... was the greatest news story of all time. In my life, that was, like, the best line between, like, high entertainment value and very low, like, nationwide stakes. Like, <laughs> I was totally safe from any of the outcomes of that story, and holy fucking shit – was that the best thing that's ever happened? An astronaut, and you knew she was crazy because they always showed her picture, and you could see all of the whites of her eyes in the whole picture. You could see all the way around, and you're like, okay, well, you got to watch out for her. She drives cross-country, peeing her pants all the live-long day to go fight her, like, boyfriend in, in probably Florida. I don't remember exactly, but statistically, she probably was Florida. kidnap her boyfriend's partner, I think is what it was. Well, yeah, I mean, if he doesn't have a partner, he's single, right? So, right, exactly. I'm not going to lie. If we did 40 local hands, I would issue dead birds to people. You'd have to. It just seems pragmatic at a certain point to just throw a diaper on. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be participating, but I would be issuing the diapers. Out of sheer pragmatism, yeah. I see the logic in her, like, crazy lady brain. 
Well, she's an astronaut. She's used to peeing her pants because they have to pee their pants yeah, in space. Yeah, like, I see the logic of it. She was like, no different here. There's just gravity. What's yeah. the lesser evil, peeing my pants or kidnapping this person later? That's a great point. If, yeah. if you're prepared to murder someone, you should probably be able to pee your pants. Right. When you put all of the effects on the board, <laughs> yeah, you have to pick peeing your pants. Like, <laughs> like, we use, like, that doesn't shock me. I think as a society, we like... Like, we were surprised that a judge made this really silly decision, but it turns out it's actually not that hard to become a judge. You just have to get someone to pick you. And, like, I figure an astronaut's the same way. Like, they're probably all fucking crazy. Like, you're volunteering to go spend months, like, alone in dead silence in, like, this weird place outside of this world. Like, you have to be a little fucking crazy, right? That's a good point. Did Tyler volunteer to be an astronaut or something? You could. You'd probably love eating all that stuff that they eat. No, I, Becca actually volunteered him to be an astronaut. <laughs> Go to Mars, please. I have always wanted to be an astronaut. Like, if, if they were like, hey, Tyler, we could send you to Mars, like, right now, but it would be a one-way trip, and you would die there. I'd be like, all right, I'm cool with that. Really? I, what, am uh, I, what am I going to do with my life that's better than being the first person on Mars? Yeah. I don't know, shower with hot water. <laughs> Everything about being alive now on Earth is better than being the first person on Mars, except no, like for this. the lack of, like, probability of you getting on the Martian Mount Rushmore. Like, the only benefit to going to Mars early is you get a chance to be, like, the first, the George Washington of Mars. Like, and that's I the only benefit. And I don't have to hear about Kanye anymore. Maybe, but he'd probably be on Mars. That guy seems like the guy who would go to Mars, because he's got that's a true. lot of psychological problems. That's true. True. And then Anderson Pack would go to Mars too because Kanye did it. And you're like, I like you a little better. <laughs> well, speaking of psychological damage, uh, you want to wrap up our 400th episode bash? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. I mean, no. And, and some part of me never wants to stand. <laughs> yeah. Can I just sit on my couch with half a four loco for the rest of my life? You have that choice. I don't think I do, Zach. Is the thing. <laughs> drinking the four loco with people feels less bad compared to drinking it like by ourselves. That's actually what the black thing should say on their website. It should say drinking the four loco with other people feels less bad, and you're like, that's true. What if the four loco help uh, website was just like a helpline, and it was like, do you have anyone to drink <laughs> this four loco? It connects you to AA. It links to Carlos.com. <laughs> It's like, consider hiring one of our cuddlers to, to drink your four <laughs> Oh, man. I feel like that would lead to some hanky-panky. I don't know. Um, I drank a little over half of this Four loco Black. Uh, it was bad. It tasted like, like sadness and despair. <laughs> And somebody who will never rise above their circumstance in life. Um, with that being said, it got me drunk. And it was $2.50. So I would recommend this to, like, winos or, like, homeless people. Because, you know, they, they're basically at the bottom, you know? All you're looking for is numb the pain and I feel like this numbs you up pretty effectively. So you tried my, red wine, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's my recommendation. 
for Four Loco Black. Beck, what did you think about Four Loco Black? I think I hated it less than you, but only because I don't really like drinking alcohol to begin with. But this got me pretty drunk. And so I'd probably get it, like, if I wanted to get drunk in the future and not... You would buy this again? Do you hate hate yourself? I don't like seltzer. I don't like beer, really. Are you massively, massively depressed? Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know this. Um, Good for you. Hell yeah. Get your far logo. Gross. Uh, I mean, who's... I don't know when I'm going to get this again in, I don't know, 10 Hopefully years. Hopefully never. If it's tomorrow, Tyler, like, call someone. But 800 if, episodes. 800, oh. yeah. Too fast. Four loco. I can't imagine being, like, 42 and having to drink a four loco. <laughs> what is the appropriate say, hope, though? Say, hopefully I've found something better to do with my life before episode 800. But there's no way. Sam and I are going to be doing this until we die because we're fucking idiots. Um, Boris, what did you think about your Four loco? Let's see. I had the uh, fruit punch flavor. It was 12%, which apparently is lower than the rest of yours. Um, I think I ended up drinking about half of it, which, uh, if we're being honest, is probably all I'm going to drink of it because uh, Chaboy has work tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like like I said, it got it got progressively better. As I drank more of it and didn't notice the the taste of just sheer alcohol afterwards, I think, yeah, my my tasting note is really just that it sent me back to my freshman year days when we drank shitty vodka mixed with things we stole from the dining hall. And um, I'll recommend it to, I don't know, if you're a freshman in college who likes <laughs> shitty vodka mixed with things you steal from the dining hall, give this a try. It's no more expensive than those things, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, two fifty, go for it. All right, uh, Zach and Holly. All right, so we had uh, blue raz and G rape flavored uh, for Loco sour, and I feel like <sighs> it's grown on me. I'm gonna be honest with you, like it is horrible. Like it's a bad experience, but like the same way people can get used to anything, like you can get used to the four loco. That's why the can's so big is it gives you a lot of time to reconcile kind of what you're doing. <laughs> We've really acclimated. Yeah. I feel great. I, I legitimately feel like this is that moment. This is that window where I feel the best I've ever felt. And I, I'll text you tomorrow, Tyler, and I'll let you know how uh, fucking garbage I inevitably will feel. But I think like one, the grape was by far the worst experience of the two like it's still difficult even between the two of us we probably each come close to about half of one each i will say a more. kudos to zach as a man for yep. choosing to drink the g-rape for us as a couple he's drinking the grape exclusively exclusively he knows his bad role. yeah he knows his role he knows his place in the world yeah i get it i know where i stand i sit in the middle seat um <laughs> and it's uh I don't know, man. 14%. This is more fun to me than drinking a glass of wine, like a tall beer glass of wine. It's for people who think Belgian triples, like they like the oomph of it, but like they can't afford it or they think they're pretentious. Yeah, if you can't afford a Carmelite, but you want to just absolutely punish your body, I think this is for you. And... Do you know how I'm thinking of This is way better than a Foster's, which costs the exact same amount, like a big-ass can of Foster's. Foster's is, is the only beers that I poured down the drain. 
It is better than both Foster's and Foster's Premium because it is 14% instead of not that. And it costs the exact same amount of money. So, yeah, I think, like, if you're in college, like, definitely do this. Because, like, honestly, your body's not going to be able to do it for much longer. Than if that. you're in your 30s, like me, and you want to take off of work tomorrow <laughs> and say it's because you're sick and not be lying, then I recommend this to you. Yeah. If you're trying to do some long-range poisoning of yourself. Like right? a long, short con? I don't know. I give it a 4.0. I think 4.0. Like, I've, it's not a positive experience, but it is not bad. Like, I think net, I feel the best I've felt all week right now in this moment. You give it a 4.0. No. You give it a, yeah, you give it a 4.loco at the peak of your experience. Um, Text me tomorrow with with your follow-up. <laughs> Sounds good. I will tell you with, like, how I feel tomorrow. Yeah, I think we should do that. I think we should all uh, contribute something that gets slapped onto the end of the episode about how we're feeling tomorrow morning. Sam has to read it. And it's like Poochie went to his home planet and didn't come back. It's like Zach woke up and threw up in the bathtub. <laughs> I'm going to take off of work and then eat a Zyrtec D to balance it out. <laughs> Snort a Zyrtec D. <laughs> There's a lot of abuse happening in the next 24 hours. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for celebrating our 400th episode. Um, I would say here's to 400 more, but, you know, here's to however many more we enjoy doing. Let's say that. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. Clinkies, good Foley work. Um, if you want to uh, tell us how you feel about Four Loco, you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday and comment on our links at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast.com. Don't let the best keep you down. We will see everybody next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes the shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything This one's on me, got what you need